Hey, what's up, everybody? DJ Martin here, church pastor at PFC Parker Ford Church. Welcome to this week's edition of Reflections on Spiritual Formation. This is the topic we've been talking about in our midweek teachings all year in 2021. Every week, in the middle of the week, we take a few minutes, 10 to 15 minutes or so, to talk about a different concept in our spiritual formation. Today, we are talking about something that I think and read and listen to podcasts and talk to people all the time about, and that's doubts. Uh, that's doubts. And this is absolutely crucial for our spiritual formation journey. And throughout church history, Christians have had uh very real struggles with with doubts this is not a new phenomenon in previous generations it might be called the dark night of the soul or it could be labeled as depression or just questioning in general uh, in today's uh, language it's often called deconstruction when people are are asking tough questions but it's not a new thing as long as people have been challenged to follow jesus People have struggled with doubts and had hard questions. I mean, for goodness sake, think about John the Baptist in prison waiting uh, to be beheaded. Of course, he didn't know he was going to be beheaded, but he is stuck in prison and he sends some of his disciples to go question Jesus. Are you the one or was everything I gave my life to a sham? Was it a mess? Did I miss my what I thought was supposed to be my mission? And so John's disciples go to Jesus and they find him healing and teaching and caring for the poor and the sick. And he sends, he sends them back to tell John uh, all that they've seen happen. And Jesus says, and blessed is the one who, who doesn't turn away because of me or doesn't stumble because of me. People have been struggling with doubts. Even in the inner circle of Jesus, you know, at his ascension, at the very end of Matthew, it says that when they were uh, on the mountain right before he ascended into heaven, it says they worshiped him, but some doubted. Or uh, think about uh, Thomas, you know, known as Doubting Thomas, uh, just questioning. I mean, having, having, deep god is not afraid of our questions he's just not i mean if there is a god if god is who we hope he is and jesus is truly king of the universe and he oversees all and holds it all together and is infinitely complex and beautiful and wonderful and mysterious and has created everything and he's infinite and you know has overseen every generation of people who have ever lived let alone uh overseeing the entire cosmos I mean, he can handle our questions. <laughs> he can handle our questions. Uh, some, some have a hard time asking questions because it feels like it might be disrespectful to God to question him. And may, maybe we don't fear God if we question him. I, I think there's a third way. I, I don't think we need to ignore our questions. Um, I also don't think that they have to, you know, we have to lose our faith when we have uh, doubts. Um, I think there's a third way for us to just be honest with God. I mean, this is David in Psalm 13. How long, oh Lord? How long are you going to forget me? How long are you going to be quiet? How long are you going to ignore me? When are you going to answer me? I mean, this is what people have wrestled with uh, for, for ages with God. And so when we, when we ask our questions, our little questions, when we, when we have our struggles and our doubts, I mean, sometimes that's the best most deepest beautiful way to worship god is just to be honest with him 
and to bring the fullness of who we are uh, to him. This earlier this year, one of my all time favorite songwriters, John Foreman, you might know him as the front man of Switchfoot. He's been doing his thing with Switchfoot for a long time. And I, I like Switchfoot. I've, I've been a fan of Switchfoot since I was a little kid or younger, I should say, in my childhood. However, um, my favorite music by John Foreman is his solo albums that he releases from time to time. And, and this past year, he released a solo album. And on there is this amazing song. And it's just called Jesus, I Have My Doubts. And John Foreman is, mm -hmm. is a dude who loves Jesus and has been walking with Jesus uh, for a long time. Not, not perfectly, um, has had struggles, and, but he's been honest. And, and anyways, he wrote this beautiful song that he released, I think it was January 2021, called Jesus, I Have My Doubts. It starts so simply. He says, Jesus, I'm sorry about last night. Jesus, we both know I tried. Jesus feels like the world's in pieces. I'm sure you've got your reasons, but I have my doubts. Jesus, I have my doubts. And he just kind of returns to this phrase uh, throughout the song, like, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm bringing it to you. I'm bringing my questions, my struggles, but I have my doubts. And so uh, what I want to what I, the reason I want to talk about this and why I talk about it so often is, is let's approach it like, like John approaches it through this song. Let's be honest with God. Let's bring it to him. Let's sing a song that, that includes it. Let's write poetry. Let's pray honestly. Let's talk to friends. What are you doing with them? I just some thoughts to think through. When you have hard questions, when whether it's a theological question or does God exist, you know, one of those sort of existential questions, does life even matter? Does what I do matter? Is there such a thing as objective morality? Philosophical questions, what, you know, whatever your, your questions are, what do we do with them when we have big, tough questions, especially when we're trying to honor God, when we're trying to walk with Jesus? Well, we could ignore them and hope they go away. <laughs> That's, you know, kind of bury our hands in the sand. Or it would be like stuffing down our emotions. You know, like, ah, just pretend, pretend like if you don't look at it, it's not there. Ignore it, it'll go away. Uh, in my experience, that is, that's not the best thing to do. Um, in, almost, in almost any discipline in life, whether you're talking about problems in your marriage or tough things with your health and don't ignore it. <laughs> listen to it. Listen to your body. Listen to your marriage. Listen to your wife. Listen to your spouse. Listen to your kids. Like, listen, don't ignore it. It's not going to go away. Another option would be out with the old, walk away altogether. Oh my goodness. I have questions. I have, I have all these doubts. I'm, I, I'm, I'm out of here. Like I'm gone. And, and that, that's like another extreme uh, that, that is an option. We can ignore it. Hope they go away. We can you know, have, have a bunch of doubts, questions, and, and kind of jump ship. Um, but what if we, what if we legitimize the questions and the emotions? One of, one of the really helpful things in my life has been to realize that, you know, in, in Western culture, there's been a lot of, especially post-enlightenment and in the industrial age, a, a kind of skepticism towards emotions, like, oh, that's just your emotions. Like, that's just feelings. We don't trust feelings. And I mean, there's, there can be truth to that. I mean, we don't want to live our life based on our emotions solely, but 
if you're feeling something then like you should legitimize that i mean like like if you feel angry like you need to listen to that and explore it why am i feeling angry i think this is what paul would call holding every thought captive you know where where are your emotions where do they actually sit physiologically they're in your brain like where we physiologically have emotions is in our minds uh, where our thoughts happen we may feel it in our guts or our chest or feel it in our hearts but where it's taking place is, is up in our actually up in our physical brain and so and so taking time to to wrestle with those so legitimize your questions and emotions it's okay to have them say you know when you have a tough question when i have a tough question or a tough emotion when i feel sad or angry or lonely or or you know just asking like where are you like you know that sort of thing it's not going to be helpful to stuff it away. I don't want to bail ship. I don't, I don't want to jump ship and, and leave. So, the, so legitimize it. Look at it. Okay, I'm feeling this thing. I actually feel this thing. I actually legitimately have this question. I want to find healthy ways to work through them, work through those questions, work through those emotions. So, you know, that's, that's a third option. Instead of, you know, running away or ignoring them, we can legitimize them and actually ask them and try to find healthy ways to work through them. So what, what are some potentially healthy ways for us to work through questions and doubts? Well, first of all, seek deeper understanding. If Jesus is the truth, and I certainly believe he is, and I hope you do too, he says, I, he says unequivocally, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If, if Jesus is the truth, then he cares about truth. He cares about the truth, the true answers, whether your maybe your doubts have to do with the age of the earth or, you know, the false dichotomy of, of pitting, you know, the church against science or the Bible against science or, you know, something like that, like seek deeper understanding. If Jesus is the truth, you know, just like he's not scared of our questions, like he's, he's not scared of the truth. He's the author of the truth. So, you know, seek deeper understanding. And um, let me go back a little bit. Oh, include others in the journey. Include other people in the journey. By all means, uh, don't do this alone. I, I think one of the greatest temptations is when we have questions, doubts, struggles, to think that we can go through it alone. We just can't. We're not made by God to do that. We're made to be in community. And so I just want to encourage you when, you when you're having those to include other people in that journey, in those questions. I certainly try to do that in my life. I'd, I'd encourage you to do the same. I, I found that people who isolate in pain, um, and, I, and I've been tempted to do that too. I don't, I don't mean, if, if you're a person who struggles with isolation or loneliness, I'm, I'm not trying to call you out here. I'm trying to encourage you. But um, you know, if isolation is a temptation for you, if, if you're having, maybe you're scared, maybe you're scared what I would think or others would think if you picked up the phone and said, hey, I'm really questioning this or this or whatever. Um, just don't let that stop you from engaging with other people. Find, find a safe person who can listen and, and help you walk through it. I certainly hope to be that kind of person with my friends and community, I know I've had people who have modeled that really well in my life. So include others in the journey. All right, so in, in times of doubt, a couple of questions as we wrap up today's teaching. What would it look like for you to include others in your doubts and questions? That's, you know, that's just where we were just a moment ago. Are there any questions you've been avoiding because they seem too difficult or too painful to confront? Do, a, do an assessment. Is there something you've been stuffing away or ignoring? And this is the big one. How might Jesus be inviting you to bring to him the fullness of who you are today, including all the tricky, messy stuff? 
can you join in that song and, and, and just say, how long, O Lord, Psalm 13 or, or John Foreman's song, Jesus, I have my doubts. And, and maybe you're not in a place of questioning right now. Praise God. That's awesome. Enjoy. Enjoy the rest. Enjoy the, the, the mountaintop. Enjoy the experience. But for those who are or, or when you are in the future, how might, how might Jesus actually, through those questions, be inviting you to be a more fully dependent person on him, bringing the fullness of who you are? Not just the Hallmark version, not just the cleaned up Sunday morning best version, but the messy, tricky, complex person that you are, bring it to him. He's not scared of it. He loves you. He created you. He sees you. He knows who you are. So come, come to him and Jesus in the fullness, with the fullness of who you are. I hope this has been encouraging to you today on your own spiritual formation journey. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. Go with God. Be blessed.